Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Well, hello, my witchy poo. Have I got a scary ass story for you? <laughs> oh, my favorite greeting. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait. First of all, I always love your stories. And second of all, it's a spooky one. Yay. Oh, my God, Bryn. I mean. What have you been up to, my elf? What do I you know. Do? It's like I didn't go looking for it. Okay. Not, not intentionally. So let me just start with that. So not intentionally. I, I did not go looking for it, but and yet, <laughs> and yet I stumbled upon, I cannot lie. Cause why lie about this? <laughs> well, I mean, the truth I'll, is so good. Why lie? Right. The truth <laughs> is so good. I just lie about my weight probably, but I'll lie about, but, um, but it, I mean, it is the scariest place I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute now, because you have been in some Funko situations. Yes, I have. Yes, I have indeed. Yeah. And this was an immensely scary, upsetting, unnerving experience. So See, that's usually my territory. <laughs> no, I. It's I. You have no idea. Yeah, I, I, do, I, I, I do. I mentioned that. No, I oh, told oh, my oh. friend that as we were walking. I'm like, this feels like something Brenda would experience. It's, so it's just a lot of crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. let me tell you why I was there and okay. I'll tell you where I was and just get there. The whole story is just really fun because, you know, the lead is the scariest place I've ever been is in my hometown where I grew up oh. in Miami, Oklahoma. You bet. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's no idea. 
Yep. I was home. Oh. I was greeted. Ooh, that's oh, that's even more disturbing, right? It is so disturbing on so many levels. Okay. But it's a great story because there's actually some really wonderful parts of it. And I, I think if you don't mind, I'd like to just kind of tell the whole story about why I was there and what that experience was. And then we'll get to the actual haunting because it was in the same building. Okay. So here, so here we go. Um, Drop yourselves in, y'all. I'm in with yeah. you because I haven't, I haven't heard this either. I'll, all yeah. my elf said is, ooh, have I got a story? I'm like, okay, bring it. <laughs> well, it's more fun this way <laughs> when you don't know. It's just as more fun. I get, I get to listen with our listeners. It's great. Well, and then you have the stuff that shows up and like, right, because you're, you're not prepared. You don't know what the hell it is yet. No, no, um, no. So, so I am so wrapping and double down on my, my protection while you're talking. Oh, sure. <laughs> so um, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. My friend, Julie, because, you know, the other Julie, Julie. was, the OJ, um, you know, the most fifth most popular name in the late sixties. So everybody, <laughs> all my, all my contemporaries are named Julie. Um, and Julie and her husband Volker had actually lived with Suzanne and I during, uh, COVID because they sold their house, whatever. And anyway, we're very okay. close to Julie and her husband and we love them dearly. And so Julie had helped orchestrate this event in Miami to recognize the speech team coach, the leader, oh, and her okay. name is Barbara Smith. And this woman is exquisite uh, in every way, shape, or form. She dedicated her life to these, they call themselves the speech kids. And they also, I mean, they're like, they're a family. It's a beautiful thing. And and they all like had these beautiful, I mean, I said before, I don't know how many times already, but it really was, um, uh, you know, honoring her, all these speeches and, mm-hmm. and recognition for her. And, and, and they call her BS, which I think is also really fun. <laughs> but BS is also 84. Um, and, and for the record, on fire. Um, I mean, she hasn't lost a damn beat. This woman is literally exquisite. So they did this, this whole event and they wanted to do it obviously in Miami. And it had, you know, speech kids from 1972 to 1990. That's when she taught. And there were kids that showed up from the entire time that she taught. Talk about having an impact, right? I mean, teachers have, it's such a noble career and they have more impact than anybody. Than anybody. Right? I mean, teachers, it's it's such a a high calling and such a, a, such a, a, a really important role to play in, in kids' lives. That's, that's unbelievable. And so, so unselfish. And, and Barbara had always said from the get-go, she told her kids that she loved them. She was there for them, mm-hmm. whatever they needed. She also taught them. So keep in mind, like imagine the kids that are in debate and speech and things like that. They were kind of the nerdy ones. Let's be honest, yeah, you know, totally. because yeah. in high school, but again, in the high school hierarchy, yeah, yeah, it goes sports, cheerleading, Speech than band. Yeah, I was gonna say when you said speech kids, I thought, oh, that's like the bandos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are. They're like the band. Um, and so, and 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 even as adults, they kind of you know they still claim that you know we are like the Isle of Misfit Toys. That's how mm-hmm. they always saw themselves and how they felt. But what Barbara did is that she taught them how to communicate, how to express mm-hmm. themselves. She taught them how critical thinking. So when you're debating, you must have critical thinking. Right. Can I tell you that? Every person in that room had a degree, a high degree of success in their life as a result 
right? of, of working with her. But I just have to say, like, I'm, I'm kind of having, uh, what is that, some sympathetic anxiety? Because like, if they have to make a speech in her honor, like, that's a lot of pressure because everybody in the room is, you know, like speech people. Oh, it was so, oh my God, it was so funny. But they're hams. I mean, they um, were like, they couldn't funny. wait. They they were performing. They were doing, one guy sang, oh, you know, <laughs> there were multiple lawyers because, you know. And they're no with their people, people, right? They're with their they're people. They're with <laughs> their people. And it was just, I mean, it was utter joy. And then also attending was, and I know I've talked about her before, which is Kay Bowman. We called her Kay Bow. She's the one that I saw for my morbid birthday last year. She's the one that is a deacon at the church now. She taught foreign language at, at, at the high school, um, a love of my life since I was a child. This woman has been exquisite to me. So she was there. So I actually privately honored her afterwards because it wasn't my show, right? Like this whole thing, I'm Julie's guest because her husband didn't want to go. And Suzanne was more than happy to stay home and not go, right? And, <laughs> and it's okay to laugh. <laughs> it's the beauty of having a really nice relationship is you can be really honest with, with each yeah. other about this it's, kind of stuff. Suzanne has no interest. I'm not gonna love that. Yep, that's great. Right, and her husband had zero interest. Yeah. In he was so happy that I was going, and and, and not only going, I drove her. So, so here we are in Miami, and we are in the the I think it's it's like the Coleman Event Room, okay, which is sister to the Coleman Theater, right? Okay. So. Um, as people are talking and telling their stories and they talk about, you know, performing at the Coleman and all these types of things, Julie turned to me and she goes, I need to take you backstage afterwards. I go, you do? And she's like, yeah, we need to do this. You need to go experience this. Now, mind you, I'm going to go back in time for just a second and then we'll take a quick break is we were at Barbara's house before the events because we rode into town and went to BS's house, spent some time with her talking about, by the way, healing energy. She's like, yeah, everything's energy, Julie. <laughs> oh, are you, this woman is your person, by oh, the way. I love that. That's she so goes, funny. everything mm-hmm. is energy. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about different things. I brought in black tourmaline, you know, because that's what they are. I'm, I'm always packing. <laughs> um, so we had already started, right, the day, so to speak, in this kind of place. And so Julie's like, okay, it's time. You need to go experience this because it's unlike anything you've ever experienced before. So with that, why don't we take a break? And I'm going to leave a little tiny clip. Oh, man, here. you're leaving me hanging. Okay. <laughs> we'll tell everybody what happened. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Okay, we're back. And what's next? What happens okay, when you go next? backstage? <laughs> well, here's what happens. So the 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 Coleman Theater in in Miami is this. I don't know the age. Uh, uh, BS is actually writing a book about the restoration of it. So okay. there will be a point I can give details if anybody cares. But this is a, a very old. It hundred plus years old has to be. It, there's no way it's a minute younger than that. Um, and it's always been a stunning building and a stu- and, and, and also interior. Because as a kid, I remember we had two movie theaters in town. We had the Thunderbird and then we had the Coleman. And the Thunderbird was the, tw- the Thunderbird twin. And the Coleman was just in a single screen, right? But it looked like something you'd see on Broadway, to tell you mm. the truth. Like it has, yeah. it ha- right? It has the different levels. The and balconies. The, yeah. yeah. Super comfy seats. Incredibly ornate. Right. Like the whole is or Nate with a capital or (laughs) Um, it did. But again, I spent my childhood going to this theater. Right. I didn't think anything of it. But then again, I was like a dumb jock. So (laughs) what would I think? Um, And by the way, if I could do it all over again, I would have uh, I would have joined the speech nerds. Oh, my God. I would have absolutely joined the speech. I was like, I yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so um, Angie was there, too, by the way who you did the reading for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Angie was there because she was a speech nerd. Sorry, I'm getting off track. I'm back. <laughs> so here we are. There's this giant, ornate, beautiful, and it's been restored. Oh, like, man. it is absolutely gorgeous. And all I could say to Julie was, I wish we could just lift this up and take it to some place where it'd get a lot more traffic because oh, it's man. truly such an amazing experience to be in there. It's really beautiful. And so um, after the event, there's so many doors to get back there. Julie's like, hey, let's go through here 
and I want you to see what they've done and then we'll go backstage. And so we walk out on the balcony and it's like, oh, it's like breathtaking. She says, well, come on, let's make our way down. So we go down and we walk up, I guess stage right. I mean, I don't know the sides. My right side as I'm facing the stage, is that stage right? Because this matters. Yes. Okay, so yes. we go, we enter stage right and I feel like a little bit of a jolt. I'm like, whoa. We're not okay. alone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And of course, in typical OJ fashion, we had to cross the stage to go to stage left to go up these stairs. And as we're crossing the stage, there are a few people out there from the event. And so she, of course, has to do a little performance. And, you know, so we are delayed a little bit going to stage left because they're, they're you know. There was a mandatory performance. <laughs> it was a mandatory performance. And I did, you know, a few lines of um, I Will Survive by Miss Gloria Gaynor. So I did join in. And it's interesting because after I came back down, I did feel like I had just survived something. So, right. So we crossed the stage. Is OJ aware that this is happening at all? Very. And OJ is the one who had um, sleep paralysis. And about five years ago, because um, her daughter work, came to work for me at Fox and Rachel. And when she was leaving, she's like, oh, yeah, I've never been able to sleep. Da, 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 da. She's telling me about it. And so I sent her home with a big box of black tourmaline. Mm -hmm. And it, she hasn't had sleep paralysis since. Right. Mm -hmm. So she and she even said when she was telling BS earlier about it, she's like, I got to tell you, I thought I love Rieger, but I thought she was full of shit. <laughs> she's like, full stop. I like I love her. So I'll listen and I'll give it a whirl. But I thought it was full of shit. I'll take and, her stupid rocks. But OK, but I'll take her <laughs> right. I'll take her stupid rocks. And, but I love her. So I will entertain her. I mean, she, she said it for like that many times. Yeah. And, uh, and then she got very serious and she said, listen to her. She's right. Like, cause Julie's converted because her life changed. Right. Yeah. So she's very well aware. And Julie has clairvoyance. Mm -hmm. So Julie can see, she sees dead people. She sees all sorts of stuff. Like she's, uh, she sees. So yes, she's very well aware. She doesn't know what it is though. So we cross the stage after my song and <laughs> we go up this very, like you see in there where they like the makeup room and stuff, but it was to the left of the makeup room. This is narrow staircase. I honestly don't know where it led because you'll understand why I couldn't make it to the top. Mm -hmm. So we hit the stairway. I start to physically feel ill like ill, not like I got a hit. Cause you know me, I walk into this stuff and I'm yeah. like, fuck these fuckers. I'm in charge. Yeah. Right. That is not what happened. Get off my Fuck back. me. Yeah. I was in charge. Yeah. I mean, I was not in charge. They were in charge. Yeah. yeah. I start. Well, each you, step, were, you were on their ground, right? I was on their ground, but, and I also think I know what it was. And I want to talk to you about this after you hear the full story. So, <laughs> um, we go up each step. Julie had problems breathing. Like she was getting like, <gasps> you know, kind of gasping. Oh my. I start coughing. Like I was going to throw up. Like I felt it in my step and I was, and I was not coughing. I was gagging. I was like, <clears throat> you know, that terrible sound. Me. P.S. Not That's my not jam. you. That is not you. Nope. Mm -hmm. Not my jam. Not how I've ever responded. What the you hell? Right. Exactly. So we made it up kind of the first flight. Julie's a few steps ahead of me. I take a few more steps up. I was afraid I was going to projectile vomit <laughs> the shitty Italian food I had just eaten <laughs> all over the walls. 
<laughs> never of good the staircase. Luck. Never good luck. And especially never shitty good... Italian food. <laughs> and and it, there was marinara involved. Oh, no. So it no. could have looked like blood. Can't and so, nope, clear. nope, yeah. <laughs> nope. And I stopped and I looked at her and I didn't, I couldn't speak. And I'm going, <clears throat> I can feel it again. Um, I start going back down and I'm still trying to not projectile. And does she see what's happening for you? Julie, hands down. Well, she's okay. also having a hard time herself. And so we get down to the bottom and I we take a few steps and I was able to compose myself fairly quickly on this. And I said, so I have a few questions. And she goes, <laughs> what are those? What the fuck? I said, has it always felt like this? And she said, no, not this intense. Okay. And oh, wait um, a that's a very, that's a funny answer. Cause has it always felt like this? That implies, yes, it's always felt like this, just not this intense. It has. And that's yeah. the, but that's the piece of it. It's okay. like, Julie's like, there's always been something here. Like always something has been here and see, I wouldn't even know. Right. I was like the stupid jock. So why would I go ever yeah, go to the backstage of the theater? And why would anybody ever tell me? Cause I was a stupid jock. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's fair. You know, it's totally fine that I didn't know until now. And I didn't need to know till now. Um, yeah. So she said, um, she goes, this is the most intense that I've ever felt it. And she goes, I've always had problems going up there. Even when they were doing like plays or performances or whatever it was, still had trouble going up there. So I'm like, oh, so this is the worst it's ever, the most intense that it's ever felt to you. And she's like, yeah. And I go, well, I have another question. She goes, what's that? And I go, they really don't show movies here anymore, do they? She goes, no, they, this mainly plays. I went, gotcha. I said, we're going to talk about this when uh, we leave the building because I'm not going to talk about it right now. I don't want them to hear me. It was that kind of move. Yeah. Right. You know exactly where I'm going, don't you? Um, and you know exactly what it is. <laughs> I have a guest, but I want, I want to hear the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we walk out and by the time So was we this what lobby, she wanted you to see? Was this is she wanted you yeah. to experience this? Yeah. Okay. She did. This but is, but she didn't tell you beforehand. Not like the nope. Okay. Nope. And I still love her. I, but but she couldn't have told you about this because it's never been like this. Uh, no, it was never that intense. She was very clear that it's never been that intense. And the feeling that I had, I mean, it was, you know, I'm not prone to stomach issues. Not my thing. Yeah. I'm prone <laughs> to congestion, uh, sinus congestion, right? So if I had congestion up there, I wouldn't have thought really much of it. Yeah. You know, if I would have had a like a, a blistering headache that would have kind of triggered me go something's wrong. But the fact that it was the stomach never, by the way, do I have stomach issues? Yeah. So I know it's foreign. Yeah. Right. Even though it was kind of crappy Italian, I say <laughs> crappy, but let's be honest. And I had no pasta FYI, but it was just like, you know, it wasn't, I was hoping it would be uh olive garden adjacent is what I was hoping for. And it wasn't. So, um, Funny. <laughs> You're welcome, Olive Garden. Uh, you can pay iHeart later for that. Um, so, so um, we get to the lobby where all the candy used to be, by the way. Um, and I looked at her and I go, "Are we going? Are we ready to go? Can we go? Like, just go sort this out in the car?" And she's like, "Yeah, let's go." We walk outside. And it's like nothing ever happened. It's all gone. It's all gone. Okay. Right? Let's come back. Okay. You and I are going to talk about, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. And I have a feeling that you think it's the same thing. Well, we'll find so out. So we'll be right back. <laughs>
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and welcome back. Thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is the thing that's so interesting is how it left when you left the territory. Because like that's not my personal experience. Like no, it was gone. Yeah, it was okay. gone. Also, keep in mind because you made me lock my car down energetically. Yeah, so it can't follow me anyway. Okay, like it's not even was not a possibility. Yeah. But I don't think it was a single thing. Here's what I think. And it goes back to one of our all-time favorite jokes, which is <laughs> poltergeist is not a comedy. <laughs> and um, uh, eons ago, Fox hired Brenda to go on the set of poltergeist to keep it kind of clear because they were having issues, right? They were having issues. And in fact, you, at the original poltergeist, there were a lot, there were deaths and a yeah. lot of s- serious accidents. And when we first talked about this, feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, it was. 
what you had said to me, everything always goes back to Brenda. What you said, <laughs> WWBD, what would Brenda do? Um, uh, you said that the other side doesn't know when we're play acting or when we're serious. Yeah. And I Because the energy gets activated. The right? energy's activated. And I said to Julia, and I, so I, so Julie, we get back in the car and she's like, what do you think? And I told her that mm -hmm. I, I said, I go, well, let me tell you, poltergeist is not a comedy, <laughs> but, um, you know, and I talked, told her about when you went on set to go take care of everybody and how they don't know, right? Like what we just talked about. And she looked at me and I said, I bet if we looked at the last 10, 20 years of plays that have been performed there, we could probably tell you what, what activated it. And, and I will also tell you what I saw. Um, and I saw it in the car. I didn't see it there. I saw it when I was a little clear, but I did see an upside down pentagram. Yes, I did. I have chills. Yeah. I saw it. I saw an upside down pentagram. Was. I didn't know what it was. I saw the circle, but I didn't uh -huh. know what it was. I saw an upside down pentagram and I told Julie, I said, let me, t I have chills. Oh my God. I, my did God. Too. I did too. I did too. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. Call, okay. call, call me breathe, angels. Breathe, call breathe. me angels. <laughs> call me angels. <laughs> Is there a song I can sing to call them in? <laughs> Calling all angels. Calling okay. All angels. <laughs> okay. So um, I told Julie, I go, now, I think that what we're dealing with in that space are a lot of layers. And I said, I wouldn't be surprised if through the years that people were practicing, not knowing what they were doing, probably, but there was probably some witchcraft or something that was being um, practiced there, or it could have been a place something happened. And I think there's a portal in that in that um, in that theater is what I told Julie. I go, I think there's a portal, um, and it's not a nice portal, but there's and, a portal and, there. And I feel like it's right under the stairs. Oh, right where I walk. Fuck, I got more chills. <laughs> oh, oh, I walked into a portal. Ooh. Well, you walked through it. Well, I don't think you got through it. I think you came back at, back oh, without back going up. Yeah, you got halfway in and was like, I'm out. I all over my body yeah. i like yeah. if this were a tv show it would be so good like, they, could, <laughs> they could like totally zoom in on every hair on my body is yeah. standing like at attention on end Holy but, shit. But, and i just want to like say to our listeners you all have had this experience on some level you may not have walked through a portal but when you looked across the bar at somebody and you're like oh no no i, I never met that person but no, this is not happening. I don't know what it is, but wrong, full stop, no. <laughs> like you've had these experiences where your whole body talks to you mm -hmm. and tells you, get out. Mm -hmm. um, That's what my body did. Yeah, and that like, please pay attention to that. It doesn't matter if it's someone else is talking about something and you have a reaction to it, or if you experience it personally, real time. Like, please pay attention to this. These are all really strong signals to guide you, to support you, to keep you alive, keep you well, pay and to keep your crappy Italian down where it belongs <laughs> in your digestive tract. Yeah. I mean, it, and, it is. It it was the most alarming that my body has ever felt. Yeah in a situation like that. And I've been to some nasty places, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, this is so interesting because when you, my impression is there was something in a play, right, that they were doing that didn't necessarily have a, an inverted pentagram, but then like, and, and these were separate things. They weren't necessarily the same event. And then, you know, how 
cast members will hang out before or after rehearsal, after performances, maybe do a seance, like they, but they didn't know what they were doing. Maybe play with a freaking Ouija board. Y'all that's know. What I, that's what I felt too. <laughs> right. And, it, and so the energy that was activated got reactivated and reactivated and reactivated over the century <laughs> that mm -hmm. it's been around until it, it actually created a portal. Because it's likely that it wasn't an actual upside down pentagram. Because keep in mind, I get I get signs. Yeah, and that could have been my sign for something wicked Portal. this way is. Yeah, <laughs> like here it is. Here's you know? here's a black hole you will not come out of. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I I yeah. I mean yeah, and it, it's and it's really thick. Like it's oh, really Brenda. Thick. Yeah, I can't even tell you how thick yeah. it is. Yeah, so incredibly thick. I really feel like I need to volunteer and go see if I can take care of it. It is my hometown after all. Yeah. I, um, Sulfur give, kept coming to mind for me who, as a starter. Who would keep, who would give you the permission to do something like that? BS. Okay. Oh, she can. Okay. Mm -hmm. she, okay. Great. I mean, she'll talk to, yeah. In okay. fact, the guy who runs it is one of her former students. No, that's good. So, I mean, listen, I told Julie, I go, I I'm going to talk with Brenda because that's what I always say. I'm like, I need to consult with Brenda. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't, you know, get thrown into a poltergeist because even though it is it is not a comedy. Um, <laughs> uh, but I said this, you know, I, I feel like it's something that would be worthwhile doing. Um, we can talk about what I need to do off of this and we yeah. can report back, you yeah. know, like we can have a, a continuation, a but I, yeah, follow up. But I think that I do need to go try to take care of this and of course gain permission to do this. Yeah. And apparently it's not a secret, by the way, of all the... Um, oh gosh, no, there's been so many people backstage there. They know exactly, it. And they've exactly. had they've had things missing. They've had people trip and fall in that space. They've had yeah, all kinds of things. Yeah, you bet. And yeah, uh, of course, my joke is you got to have a lesbian save the thespians. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's what the that's what the follow up will be. Will be the lesbian save the thespians. You can you can sell t shirts at the event. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! T shirts are everything. V necks only. But yeah, would be amazing. So yeah, so I think one of the haunted places in the United States is uh, where I grew up. Yeah, that makes sense. That Weird, makes right? Sense. Well, kind of perfect, actually. <laughs> well, kind of perfect. You know, we also have another really crazy thing out there. Um, and they've had like Unsolved Mysteries has, has been out to my hometown multiple times for different things, by the way. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop cackling because it's a town of 12,000 people where the Via Goodrich plant closed down in the mid 80s. I mean, it's like it's nothing, oh right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And oh, my God. So, um, so now we have the haunted, uh, to me, one of the most haunted places in the world, if not certainly in our country, but then we have a thing that's called the spook light and it is, and I've seen it. What? Oh yeah. Oh, I've seen it as kids with midnight. You'd go out to like, cause everything was a dirt road. So, <laughs> so there's a dirt road for the sp spook light. There's a dirt road. We'd all go smoke pot on. I mean, everything was a different dirt road for a different purpose. So we got to this, the spook light dirt road and there is a ball of light. And it follows you. It will go. I've seen it. It's gone in the car in front. Oh, yeah. They, there's no explanation. People think it's from, oh, it's, it's the gases from the mining that happened, you know, a town over. I'm like, no, it's not. It's something else. So, so I, I just want to I just want to thank iHeart and thank our listeners so that I can participate in this podcast to find out <laughs> these things. What the hell? How, what, how, what episode is this? And I'm hearing about your spook light now? <laughs> right? What the hell? 
Well, it was one of those okay, things you grew up with. It. Ra- raise your hand if you had a spook light near downtown. <laughs> That's not a thing. We could totally rip off um, my favorite murder girls when they do um, hometown <laughs> stories. We could do um, hometown ghost stories. Hometown spook uh, light stories. Hometown spook lights. Yeah. Well, I have one. Um, oh, oh, yeah. There's a list of stuff that went on that town. You so it's a crazy ass little place. But oh, my I know. God. I didn't I know, realize I it was that small of a town. I mean, oh, it's I've, a very small town. I had no idea. Oh my mm-hmm. god, very small town with a really amazing, beautiful haunted theater. <laughs> so, are you going to like take it off the map because it won't be haunted anymore after you're done? I don't think it's on the map. I think uh, that it has missed all. The, I think like whoever all the authors of the most haunted whatevers are, it needs, it needs to be put on it until I take care of it. Because, but I don't want anybody to be hurt. You know, that's my biggest concern is I don't, I don't want anybody to get hurt because I know they have. And I, I just, nobody's um, gonna, yeah, because the stronger that it gets, the more dangerous it becomes. And um, I, I, I'm more of service in this whole thing than I am this, you know. So th- this is the thing. Do your pre-work, like set all your grids up ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And remember the, the energy in general is subtle. So that's why people, many people don't notice it because they go in slowly knowing that they have a whole run to get the other people's energy. Like that's basically what they're trying to do, right? Sort of disorganize your energy so they have access, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yep. And um, so you're going to set all your grids up ahead of time so that, yeah, so that you can, you can go in slow, right? Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Right? Yep. Um, And, but I feel like they knew how strong, uh, you know, the, the Julie duo was. <laughs> and so that's why they came in fast. They came in fast and hard. They came in fast and hard. They yeah, were, they did. They, they were hoping to disorient you and just get you out. Yep, they sure yep. were. That's yeah. exactly what they, they just didn't realize I'm going to come back. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't know who they're messing with. The person who wanted to name one of her chapters in the book, the devil is afraid of me. <laughs> That's who they're messing with. They didn't scare me. I just needed to get my compo- my like physical Barracks. composure back. Yeah, because you know, yeah. back. here's yeah. the thing. If, next time I go in, it will not be that way. No, no, like, no. You, you can shock me once, yeah. but the end, fuckers. Yeah. Yep. But I feel, I'll tell you what else I feel, and I would need to finish this episode up sooner than later, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> um, um, but it felt like there was a, there is a guard of the portal. And if the, the image I can give you, and, and if you guys could see me, my eyes are rolling around right now, looking up around, like trying to get the right image for Brenda and you guys is like, kind of like how Hades, what, how they, they depict Hades in the underworld, you know, um, with the boat. Ever seen? Maybe I've watched too many movies. That's <laughs> probably case. If anybody has seen Percy Jackson, you'll know what I'm talking about because they had Hades uh, manning a boat and that kind of like you know doomy, gloomy looking of what how sometimes they like death, right? Okay, like that's how they present Hades oh, okay. sometimes. Okay, yeah, 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 um, yeah. But it feels like there is a guard there that I have to tussle with first. Four of them. Fuck. All right, I saw one. Okay, I got four. Got it. All right. Well, everybody, to be continued. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be back. <laughs> I'm betting on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be. yeah. They, they don't stand a chance. <clears throat> well, it's, it's not their place. They, no, they, but they've stayed there a long time and they're strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And is- I also know I have to go alone. 
I can't take anybody in with me um, because it's uh, like Julie can't do it. She could see stuff, but she can't go in. She can yeah. sit outside. Yeah, you know, this is something I, I remember the, the man who cleared my haunted Airbnb. Mm-hmm. This would be his work too. Just oh, we should call him too. Toby so Christian too. Yeah. yeah, I could be in person. I could be on the phone with him. He would. He can come too. Oh, here we go. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay folks, <laughs> we're going to take care of this. I'm hoping. I'd like to take care of it in the next 30 days. Is my goal. We'll see um, how life and schedules look. But this is a priority. Um, so yeah, to be continued. All right, people. <laughs> thanks for listening. And thanks for being around so that I can hear these stories too. <laughs> and remember, our school is hard. Oh, definitely without the other side. Ain't no doubt about that. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Thank y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Joey Pat and our executive producer, Maya Cole Howard, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at hi, hi at vibes.store. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, our school is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.